0: what's up everybody and welcome in to NBA strategy show bright and early here on a Thursday with Engelman I'm Kaufman the common denominator man two men here together to talk a little NBA and we are excited it's great to be with you obviously we got a lot to review how are you buddy I appreciate
1: you thinking that I'm a full man. That's fantastic. Full man.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or at least together half man, half man, and together one full man either way. And uh, if there is one, you know, common link between the two of us beyond that is our ability, our willingness, our downright desire, our burning lust, to shill for lights so everybody smash that like button we appreciate you we'll be here with you for the next little while going over all things tonight nba and obviously it's a smaller slate to get into i want to start though josh with uh what went down last night just very quickly reviewing some of the top plays because we had some breakout performers now i knew and the, the here's Here's something that's not a hot take for you. New Bradley Beal was in a good position for a good game. He is most nights. But holy crap, 80 points 80 points on DraftKings, about 75 on FanDuel. The man absolutely blew up, broke the slate if you had him. What would you think?
1: Yeah, that's it, absolutely insane. I actually didn't play last night. I uh, had some dinner plans with the wife, but I started seeing Twitter go crazy about Beal. So from l- mid-third quarter-ish until the end of the game, I was fixated on Beal. And then <laughs> the fourth quarter was a bit uh anticlimactic, unfortunately. But still, 75 fantasy points on FanDuel, 80 on DraftKings. Crazy day. And he did it in 38 minutes, too. I, it's yeah. not as if Beal, he played like 44 or something in classic Beal fashion or OT. He was just hanging it on them. It's fun to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely blew up. He wasn't the only one. Joel Embiid went for uh, north of 65 on both sides. Gordon Hayward, yeah. a career game. He had 60 uh, fantasy points. He had what 44 real life points career high for him. Obviously he was terrific. Julius Randle continues to do what he's doing. I don't know how you ever fade this guy. He seems to be a threat, not only for a, uh, an automatic double double, but a threat for a triple double every single game. It's just weird. Maybe because he's really the only offense of any consistency for the Knicks, but the guy just keeps on blowing up. You also had Russell Westbrook, Malcolm Brogdon, Jalen Brown, Colby white, all uh, with uh, a really solid, high return value kinds of nights based on their price. Obviously who stood out to you beyond Beal.
1: So I'm really aggravated that I didn't play yesterday. I've been jamming Shea into my lineups on a daily basis and, uh, everything was lining up that that was going to happen again yesterday. Uh, he had been pedestrian-ish uh, mm-hmm. so far this season. Not so much yesterday. 53.5 fan duel points. That would have been very nice to have. Although I don't get the sense that I would have had a ton of Beal, so I probably would have been playing from behind either way.
0: Our guy, El Negro Logo, says, uh, Am I the only one who thinks Adam kind of looks like the Punisher? in the chat we talk i can't remember his name we talking about the dude from uh daredevil slash uh you know the actual punisher the netflix series i'll (laughs) no no yeah yeah right i'll i'll take it handsome guy and he looks like he can kick a little ass so i'll take it uh, everybody be here with us. We appreciate you. Hit that like button already off to a decent start. Hit the subscribe button, obviously, on the Osmo YouTube page as we are making the push for uh, about 50,000 subscribers. You've heard Lafayette and company talk a lot about it, sitting at 47.3 as we stand right now, so should easily be able to get to 50K by the NBA uh, season's end, which is still quite a ways away. And uh, you must be enjoying basketball so far, right? Other than love- last night's you know, mandated night off.
1: Yeah, I I love it. It's my favorite sport. It's my favorite sport to cover. It's my favorite sport to watch outside of when Liverpool is playing. Um, Every, like the NBA season is the best time for me, especially when there's nothing else going on. So once the NFL is finally done, and it, you know, basically is, but we still have the weekends. Sure. My schedule just becomes set, like for basically all of January, February, and March. I know what I'm doing every single day and I can get into some sort of routine that doesn't happen as much during the like NFL crossovers or the baseball crossovers. But for right now, this is heaven to me.
0: Although my wife doesn't love it as much because, you know, right around dinner time, basically every day, she said, are are this what's happening every day? We're we're just setting lineups now for the next half hour. Yeah. Yeah. is, Is that, that okay? Yeah. Yeah,
1: right. that's, ex- that's exactly how it works in this house, too. Let's, like, let's, hey, what are you making for dinner, and are you available to eat before 6 p.m.?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Other,
1: otherwise, it's after 7.
0: Man, let's jump into it. Uh, some of the, before up. we go game by game, just on, on the surface, some of the projected, top projected scores based on, obviously, our own Alex Baker's projections on the Osmo website. I encourage you, check it out. It's a uh, very handy resource to look at. You know, how guys are priced and what kind of return of value they're expected to have, not to mention just obviously projected point totals in general. And uh to no surprise, you have Nick Jokic, Luka Doncic right at the top, LeBron James as well, all at fifty plus on DraftKings, FanDuel, basically the same thing. And uh i don't know i look at it i guess on the the surface in a couple of different ways Jokic is a guy who more often than not he's going to do it he's going to get the job done he's consistent just as you know you got to pay way the hell up to do it and so are you surrounding the rest of your lineup with kind of lower to mid-tier guys and values is it worth it luka Doncic, she's been uh you know kind of a uh not total boomer bust, although he certainly had games like that early in the season, but I wouldn't necessarily classify him as reliable as uh, the Joker has been so far. And then LeBron James is just sort of the Anthony Davis factor and which guy is going to go off in a given night. So how do you like these three in particular?
1: Oh, man, they look super duper similar. It's really hard to separate them. I actually like the next tier down a little bit more the mid to high nines, uh, I guess, so the problem here is that we don't know who's really playing for the Lakers tonight. They're on a right. back-to-back. So on the surface, I think that I like LeBron the most of those three, but he does carry the Q tag. And today I think it's actually a legitimate Q tag. AD also has it. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if one of these guys sits. It wouldn't surprise me if both of these guys sit. I have them both in for right now. So give me, if I'm ranking them, i go LeBron, Jokic, Luka, but there is very little separating each one of those guys. They look ultra similar. And I'm speaking from a DraftKings perspective right now.
0: Yeah, and obviously we know that uh, it's it's going to be several hours before we get a lot of the details. And, you know, lineup building, it really starts a, a good hour before the tip-off and even a half hour before tip-off of the first games. Then you start to worry about late swaps and things like that where it's available to you. El Negro Loco, as we know, is always on top of everything. You want to be in the Osmo Premium Slack channel. Look at all the NBA breaking news because he's getting the stuff before basically anybody else. And obviously, uh, you know, eyes should be peeled, glued to all of that Let's go to the first one here, Philadelphia at Brooklyn. As we know, the Sixers arguably the best team in the Eastern Conference off to a seven and one start. They've won their last four. Brooklyn is uh, mediocre quite frankly. I mean, I know the talents there and obviously dealt a blow with Kevin Durant being out due to COVID concerns and exposure for uh, a little while looking like a four game absence, but with him out Kyrie Irving has done really well. No surprise. there. sort of a one man show tonight. You won't have Durant. You won't have Spencer Dinwiddie. He's out for the rest of the season with the ACL. Uh, Mike Scott is out on the Sixers side top play He's based on projections, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons. Let's start there. Who do you like best?
1: Ah, uh, man, I like a lot of this game. Actually, um, I think Embiid looks a bit underpriced. Ninety nine hundred on FanDuel, ninety five hundred on DraftKings. Ownership is already there. He's about twenty percent on both sites, and I think that's perfectly warranted. Um, this is a nice spot against Brooklyn. It's not like Jared Allen is physically capable of handling Joel Embiid. We'll see how that goes. It's possible we see a little bit more DeAndre Jordan just from a defensive matchup standpoint. I don't know what they're going to do there, so pay close attention to the starters. Allen moved into the starting lineup in that last game. Wouldn't surprise. He had such a great game that I expected to continue just because he went bonkers. But in the grand scheme of things, DeAndre Jordan matches up better against Joel Embiid. So we'll see what they do there. I also really like Ben Simmons. Simmons came up more in my Sims than anybody else on Philly. 8,700 on FanDuel is just too cheap to me. I'm happy with the projection. Alex actually has him a little bit higher than I do. Again, the ownership is already there. He's projected for 29% ownership on FanDuel. Happy to get him on DraftKings too, but he's not as owned. There's some guys that are picking up ownership on Philly, though, that I'm a little surprised by. Look, I like Danny Green. He's 3,700 today, and he's already got 17% ownership. Don't get the sense that I'm going to have that much Danny Green today.
0: Yeah, you mentioned a couple of the guys that I was going to dive into here because, I don't know, maybe I put – personally too much credence in it, but I love looking at what Alex does in terms of the projection per $1,000 and the points obviously, and what kind of value the five X and beyond. And, and more often than not, you're talking five, five plus it, it takes a lot of opportunity for, you know, to Marcus cousins kind of night last night, if you just started thinking about six seven eight nine ten 10 X, even value where uh, obviously you're totally stealing a guy off the rest <laughs> of the slate, but top yeah. play tonight, based on all of that, you're talking about paying down for the likes of Bruce Brown at uh, 3,500 bucks on DraftKings, getting about 5.7, uh, you know, X value. DeAndre Jordan, who you mentioned, is very similar at 4,200. Obviously, you want to start to pay up, concern yourself with the likes of uh, Tobias Harris. Uh, really, there. I mean, there are a lot of good opportunities, good plays after those top tier studs of uh, Embiid and Irving.
1: Yeah, like Curry, Tobias Harris on FanDuel, or DraftKings, I think, are both guys that should be getting about 15% ownership, and it looks like they are. Uh, on the Brooklyn side, you know, people are going to go to Karis LeVert, which seems reasonable, I guess. I don't know what they're doing with him. He just seems to be like a backup, even on a team without starters. I don't understand what they're doing there, but $3,500 Bruce Brown on DraftKings, that's a spot that I would much rather be. I mean, we've got him at 18% ownership. We've got Danny Green at 17 uh, they're, I guess that they're comparable in the, their normal rates. They're about 0. 0.75 to 0. 0.8 fantasy point per minute, guys. I just think there's a lot more upside in Bruce Brown than there is in Danny Green.
0: I'll probably ask you this a lot as it concerns all these games that we're going to do here today, but is there someone else from this game that you know, we haven't fixated on? Someone that uh, maybe is a, a little bit sneaky, whether it's in regard to ownership for GPPs, or you just you know, like the guy to go out and perform return value?
1: Well, uh, we haven't mentioned Kyrie, or at least I haven't mentioned Kyrie, someone that I've been regularly light on that has not gone well for me uh, so far <laughs> this season. Uh, I'm, I I kind of feel the same way now. He's 32% owned on FanDuel. To me, that feels a little high. I've been higher on Damian Lillard, and that hasn't gotten me anywhere yet. I'm hoping that it does tonight. On DraftKings, the 21% ownership on Kyrie looks a little bit better. But if we're talking just Guys that I want to take a shot on that seem to have lower ownership. Bruce Brown for 3,900 on FanDuel, not picking up a lot of love. After that, I don't really... Okay, I got one. So okay. Jared Allen on Jared Allen on DraftKings is 6,400. We've got him projected for 8.7% ownership. If we get news that Jared Allen is starting tonight, and we should have that news because this is the 730 start, uh, I think Jared Allen should be owned significantly more than that, probably twice where the field is currently. He's good. He's just not playing because DeAndre Jordan happens to be friends with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. (laughs) Like he's he's getting like grandfathered into additional minutes and he's like DeAndre Jordan is fine. He should just be the backup. There's no future in DeAndre Jordan. Just let him make his money, play his 18 minutes a game and be like be there. I've got Jared Allen in for 28 minutes right now. If he's getting 28 minutes, he should be owned significantly more than eight percent.
0: Folks, do us a favor, smash that like button as we are closing in on 100 on the Osmo YouTube page. We appreciate you being here with us nice and early on a Thursday morning, obviously. And wow, we've got you. I want to remind you, celebrate the new year 2021 with Osmo Plus. Get 21 days of Osmo Plus. Only $20 for that. Use the promo code. 2021 at checkout easy enough to remember obviously gives you access to everything Osmo plus has to offer including player projections ownership projections all the stuff we're talking about and so much more than that not just nba across all sports hell you got a golf tournament starting today you can get all that same information it's available to you and uh, of course there's lineup builder so much more and there's even more than that if you love Osmo, and i know you do it's why you're here you're uh, looking to commit longer term maybe you can get 20% off on Osmo Plus yearly platinum pass with promo code Happy. Why? Because it makes you happy to do that. Obviously, it's our only discount on a yearly pass all year. So do not miss it. Make sure you do so. And uh, we're gonna keep on rolling through the five game slate that we've got tonight, all on that main slate because it begins 7:30 Eastern time. But the next game here, half hour later, it's uh, Cleveland at Memphis. Cavs, surprising at four and four. Memphis has lost four straight at home, if that factors into anything that you're thinking about. As we know, John Morant and uh, Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., they are out. Kevin Love, Dante Exum, Kevin Porter Jr. are on the other side. And so, top plays, a guy we spend a lot of time talking about. Actually, two guys that we talk a lot about here. It's, uh, you know, Andre Drummond and Colin Sexton. Is it a good night for the two of them. It's a good night for at least
1: one of them. I prefer Andre Drummond. He was pretty highly ranked in my Contenders videos today. Go check those out, by the way. Please Uh, do. We've got Drummond, Nance, Sexton, and Chetty all north of, well, basically like 25% owned on FanDuel. Uh, Nance and Chetty not picking up as much love on DraftKings. It's Isaac Okoro that is actually going, at least to me, a little bit underrepresented, but we can get to that in a little bit. I like getting to Drummond for sure. Um, 9,200 on FanDuel and a completely preposterous 8,400 on DK. He's been smashing so far this season. I think I have him projected for something like 18 points and 14 rebounds, some sort of really Crazy baseline. Uh, he's very chalky on DraftKings. Is he the highest owned player on DK right now? Uh, I have to pull that up. He is by quite a bit, and I think it's basically completely warranted. He should be that highly owned. Um, Eighty four hundred is just an incorrect price for Andre Drummond. I assume you're locking him in in most cash scenarios. Uh, Larry Nance is a guy that I would like to get a little bit more of. Not great. Not not fantastic from a permanent perspective 0.98 but he doesn't have any usage to speak of he's like a Mm -hmm. 12 to 14 percent usage guy I think he just fills it out just because he's going to play a ton of minutes Um, so Nance is a guy on DraftKings that I'm looking at that's going a little bit under owned but I get the chalk on Cleveland they're playing big minutes and they don't really have any alternatives it's not like they're going to try to get Lamar Stevens and Dean Wade any additional time
0: some of the other guys that you could look up in this matchup just seemingly in a real good smash spot. It's, I mean, obviously Drummond leads the pack. Similarly, though, if you wanted to pay way the hell down, how about JaVale McGee? So
1: he's 4,700 on FanDuel, 4,200 on DraftKings. I would be more likely to get to him on DK than I would be on FanDuel, but at the same time, I think there's enough out there at center that you don't really need to go there. I mean, clearly don't play Andre Drummond and JaVale in the same lineup on DraftKings. If you're trying, if you don't believe in the Andre Drummond ownership, if you're trying to get away from it, that would be the only reason that I would be getting to JaVale. I just don't see like the only way that he's getting on the floor for additional playing time is if Andre Drummond doesn't. So I do like that sort of play on a five game slate where if the center is pretty chalky taking the backup is going to help you twofold. One, they're probably not owned that much. And two, if that, if for hit for your play to succeed, it means that that chalk is likely failing. So in that regard, I like it in a large field GPP, but like I have JaVale at 16 minutes. And the only way that that works out for JaVale is if Andre Drummond plays 28 and McGee can play up a little bit because they're not playing together at all. That's impossible. Well, it's not. So, I shouldn't say impossible. It is Cleveland. They played Tristan Thompson and Andre Drummond alongside each other last year. So who the hell knows?
0: So Alex has uh, Dylan Brooks projected for right around thirty-three points, very similar to you know the likes of Jonas Valanciunas, Larry Nance Jr., Kyle Anderson. I don't know. Maybe I've just been burned by Brooks more than once. But this is just a guy I feel like I can't trust, even at uh, you know a, a very modest sixty-three hundred on DK.
1: We're in the same boat here. Six K on Fanduel, sixty-three hundred on DraftKings. He's a guy that only scores and does literally nothing else. Um, So if the shot's not falling, you're in trouble. The good news is he'll shoot himself out of a slump, or at least try to. Uh, He'll never stop gunning, but I think there are just better options there. Especially seventeen and a half percent owned on Fanduel seems a bit high to me. Seventeen percent owned on DraftKings seems a lot high to me. There are other. I'd rather get to Kyle Anderson on the same team. Uh, I'd probably rather get to Brandon Clark, at least on DraftKings, where he's a $1,000 cheaper. I don't like rostering Dylan Brooks when his price has already come up a bit. I liked it more when the injury first happened and he was a couple hundred dollars cheaper.
0: If you're going to be looking at value, as obviously you're going to have to across this slate, and and there are a couple of different games in particular, probably where value stands out, but is this one of them when you start to look at, you know, Gorgie Jang, who's coming off a, a great effort, he's projected for about 22 d'anthony melton is uh super cheap 3300 bucks on dk he could get you around 20 points as well Is is one of these guys appealing to you
1: <sighs> i don't know what they're doing with melton right now i assume it's going to take a little bit for his playing time to jump up i think he played 16 minutes in his first game back um i gave him a little bit of a bump there he's not there for me yet but when he gets back to being 24 minute a game, D'Anthony Melton. That will happen one day and he'll be like three or four hundred dollars too cheap. I just don't think it's today. Uh Gorgeous Dong, uh, kind of just the direct backup to Jonas Valanciunas. So sort of the same boat as JaVale. I guess I would rather go. Well, he's 13% owned on DraftKings, so maybe not. Uh, everything that I said about JaVale McGee is the exact same thing I would say about Gorgie Jing.
0: <laughs> Look at it, uh the Osmo chat that we've uh, got going on here on uh, YouTube obviously just kind of going back to the McGee and Drummond stuff Uh, let's see someone said uh, Rhyme Life Music LLC Osmo Projections gave me Drummond and McGee in the top lineup in 300 lineups (laughs) that's probably a bit aggressive yeah feels a little bit aggressive yeah I mean like you you should
1: not be doing you should not be doing that (laughs)
0: How about uh, from Brian? You can play one or the other on FanDuel's McGee, a good GPP play. Uh,
1: To me, no. I think that the ownership is already there. Um, And there's a bit of an opportunity. Let me look at the position and just like really hash this out. Because I don't assume that I would have any. I have run a crunch. Um, He's not in it. So, Let's just put that out there right now, okay. Okay, interesting. Didn't yeah, I, if I'm gonna pay down at power forward on FanDuel today, like I would rather go to Maxi at 4k instead of JaVale. Kuzma's at 4100. If we see one of those guys sit, that's a no brainer. Paul Millsap mm. at 4400. I, I think there are just other ways to go. I don't really see the need to go to JaVale in a GPP. But I don't think it's crazy as long as you're not putting Andre Drummond in at center. Like, And you can be relatively chalky for the rest of your lineup after that if you're just dodging Andre Drummond. It will be beneficial. If it's the big GPP, the 200,000-plus entry thing, it's way more uh, viable to me. I don't see it in smaller field stuff.
0: TMCB74 says, "Gels those fancy shelves, Kaufman. At some point, I'm going to need a DVD count. I'm around 750, 800 if they just sit in piles starting on the floor. No, yeah, you got to get those things on display because honestly, if, if a DVD isn't serving the purpose of just showing off that it exists at this point in time with streaming services, then it's, you're just wasting your time. It may as well be a cassette tape. Serves you no good. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's for the perfect Zoom background is what it is.
1: That's very true. I don't think I own a DVD.
0: I it, There are parts of me that are jealous of that statement only when I think about what was spent behind me. <laughs> yeah i don't true. i don't even think i've ever purchased a dvd not not even as a gift for somebody else how dare no. you sir
1: <laughs> no see i would have been a horrible well horrible to most people i would yeah. have uh ordered it on netflix had them yeah. mail it to me burn sure. that bad boy and ship that one right back out
0: <laughs> does netflix still offer that service can you still get ha- dvds in the mail
1: i have no idea yeah. i truly don't uh, so probably I, I don't
0: either i mean maybe some somebody out there must not subscribe to having everything available at your fingertips on a remote control and still wants a disc in the mail right i don't know uh Cantor says lol i like this dude gonna start calling him nice adam is uh is the <laughs> other adam not so nice you could say that <laughs> that's a kind way to put it he's All a little right, surly salty well maybe maybe you're just catching me in a good mood first thing in the morning who knows uh, keep hitting us with your comments, obviously uh, on YouTube and the Osmo Premium Slack channel. Tanner says Kaufman looks and sounds like Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs. I've heard that before. I got to look up who this guy is. I don't know. You don't know who Mike Rowe is? I really—he's like I mean, the voice know, of everything. I, well, <laughs> then I, I would like to be the voice of everything. So that sounds pretty good to me. He's like right. white Morgan Freeman, I mean,
1: just <laughs> constantly getting him for like voiceovers and stuff.
0: So he's God, basically. You know, sort of we yeah know, but you know I think morgan he, freeman was god so this is the other god
1: true he's it's either like chevy or ford one of those truck commercials he's the voice of that he's the voice of all sorts
0: of nonsense it's a good voice i'm in i'm in sign me up all right dallas at denver nuggets michael porter jr is out chris taps porzingis is out for the Mavs. top plays we talked about the two of them earlier let's do it again nick Jokic and Luka Doncic how do you feel just when it comes to these studs or, or maybe in general when it comes to, and I know you talked about LeBron feeling more comfortable with him over these two, but the idea on this slate in general, just to rehash some of what you talked about off the top of the show of paying up to that degree, if you're going to pay North of 10 K for a guy.
1: Yeah. So on FanDuel relative to the field, I think that they're equals. I think that Luca is probably just a better play in a vacuum if you're spending up, but I see them pretty comparably to the field. So I don't have a lean either way. If Locke were in five minutes, I would probably have relatively equal amounts of both adjusted for position. It's harder to have equal amounts of Jokic to Doncic because Doncic there's only one center. I can't if there were two centers, it would actually be equal. On DraftKings, where Lucas 10-5 and Jokic is 10-9, and you get a little bit more flexibility, I would lean a little bit more towards Jokic especially because Doncic is the one that's picking up a little bit more ownership. I think it's easier to go to Jokic in a larger field GPP than it is Luka. But again, I think both of them look fine. I'm a little nervous about uh, the ownership that Luka is getting just relative to the other payup options. Either way, uh, on a five-gamer, you don't have a choice. You should be paying attention to both of them. Uh, neither one of them looks bad. And if you're in a contest and you get to either one of them, you should be pretty happy about it.
0: If you're playing a cash game as opposed to a GPP, though, are you more inclined to want to play one of these guys?
1: Oh, boy. That is a fantastic question. Um hey,
0: That's what I'm here for.
1: On FanDuel, let's see. I would be more likely to have... I would be more like, yeah, I would be more likely to have Luca on Fanduel because I think Andre Drummond is just so much more cost effective for one center spot that yeah. um, it's easier to just pay up at a different position. On DraftKings, I haven't run a crunch yet, but just looking through it, uh, like positionally, it might be a problem again just because it, it's it's going to be easier to get to Luca in cash games in both scenarios because of the way center is set up today. Joel Mm -hmm. Embiid exists. Andre Drummond is 8,400 on DK. So, you know, that's going to be one of your center spots. So I think Luke is the more likely cash option. Had to work through it a little bit.
0: That's all right. Hey, that's what we're here for. Is this a game just kind of looking at Alex's projections here? Where if you're not playing Jokic, you're not playing Luka, maybe you're looking to pay way down 3,300 on DK for someone like Jalen Brunson, who's projected for around 17, 18 points. But is this kind of a a game where you're sort of ignoring everybody else? I mean, no disrespect intended to, you know, Jamal Murray or or even to some degree, Tim Hardaway Jr., I guess. But it, it just doesn't seem like there are a lot of great plays in this game.
1: Uh, yeah, I actually would like to get to Jamal Murray. Uh, 7,600 on FanDuel, 7,600 on DraftKings. We should have Porter back uh tonight, but Jamal Murray is four percent owned on DK right now. Um, I think that I have a relatively pessimistic projection on him, and he's grading out significantly better than that. Alex actually has him like three fantasy points ahead of me, so I can't imagine how much Alex actually likes Jamal Murray. I assume it's a lot. He's got a ceiling and I feel like this is the sort of spot where you saw it happen in the bubble in the playoffs when he and Donovan Mitchell started going back and forth. I get that same sort of vibe with Luka. And now I know Jokic has taken a little bit more of the playmaking ability, so it's been a little different. But we've also seen Jamal Murray pick up a third rotation in the first half. So he's coming off a little earlier, coming back with the second unit at the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter, and then closing out that second quarter. I think he has an opportunity to really pick up some usage in that additional run. But either way, um, he's just a guy that has a bigger ceiling and a bigger – There aren't a lot of guys like this that you can roster on a five-game slate that are 4% owned, and Jamal Murray has that. He has, like, legit 40-plus regular point upside if he's playing, and to get that at 4% sounds fantastic to me. I also want to point out Willie Cauley-Stein, if he starts again, should be way more owned than 3.5% on DraftKings, Mm -hmm. where he's 3,700. There's a lot of value at center tonight, but that's a spot where
0: if you think he's starting again, you have to take a look at him. Question is how long can you wait to find out, obviously?
1: Yeah, that's the tricky part. Um, the good news is there's probably going to be a lot of value that could potentially open up for the Lakers, and uh you can probably move some pieces around. Not something that I've dug into yet. Do you think Dallas goes back to their previous starting lineup? Do you think Powell is back in the starting lineup now? I don't know what they're gonna do here.
0: Yeah, I I really don't know. I feel like just you know, between injuries uncertainties obviously uh inconsistency in that lineup they've they've been mixing and matching a lot and I just don't feel good about them reliably doing anything
1: yeah like he Willie Colley Stein got 24 minutes the last time out even if you think that that is just like a little outlandish if you give him say 22 and you know they don't have to close with Willie Colley Stein that could just as easily be maxi at the five they, they can go a bunch of different directions Twenty-two minutes of Willie Cauley Stein at thirty-seven hundred. He's a slightly north of one fantasy point per minute guy. I assume they would want. They would rather have Willie Cauley Stein on Jokic than Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell is not going to match up well there at all. He's a defensive nightmare. Uh, So my expectation is that Willie Cauley Stein continues the role that he saw what three days ago remains in the starting lineup and becomes a value option. Not as good of a value option on Fanduel as he is on DK, just because of the opportunity cost of center. But it's a guy that's just not getting ownership again that I think should be.
0: So Ryan says leverage to try and cram both Luca and Joker in a lineup. What do you think?
1: Uh, depends on the site for sure. Um, shouldn't be a problem to get. I, I think it's going to be pretty easy to get two of the payup options. That one's going to really make you take a haircut in other spots. Yeah. But uh, to me, it's doable.
0: Like, yeah, let's I mean, see. It's a, how, how many 4K guys do you want, basically?
1: I'm going to lock them both in on FanDuel right now, just because that's what I have up in front of me to see yeah. how, like what the best lineup is that I can create for those two guys. If they meant uh, DraftKings, well, I can't help you then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, but uh, it's not going to be as fast. Your, uh, your internet
0: has multiple browsers, does it not?
1: It does, but I already have everything uploaded for FanDuel where I don't. Paid up, got the
0: fancy stuff.
1: I did. All right, so my optimal, if I have Luca and Jokic locked, oh, man, it gets even more stars than scrubsy. So Dame also uh, joining that lineup. Malik Beasley, Schroeder, Chetty, Derek Jones Jr., Wancho Hernan Gomez, Kyle Kuzma.
0: Yeah, sign me up. I like that lineup a lot, and you still get to Dame. People are really banking on Wancho stepping
1: out again, huh? (laughs) I think I think you have to. He's still only forty two hundred. If he's starting, and he started the past two games, it took ten shots the first time out, fourteen the previous game. Got eight threes up. You know, it was a little little bit of a heater, but you didn't need all forty six point six fantasy points on Fanduel. The two steals and a block. You know, it's worth a shot. He's worth the value. It's Minnesota. See, I, They're terrible.
0: Now I want to know what that lineup sounds like on DK. When you have time, you don't need to do it. Uh, ah, we'll load it up. In we got it right now. Yeah. I've, I'm we, I,
1: I've got it. I've got it here. Give me one second. See, well, when you're you what, good, I'll, you're good. I can get there quickly.
0: All right. You get there. I'm going to read this for the people. If you're not Perfect. able to watch your favorite awesome shows on YouTube and how dare you shame on you. If you're not, it's okay. Almost all our Osmo YouTube shows are available through the Osmo podcast network, including maybe even this one we've got a podcast for every sport we're available on every major platform head on over to osmo.com slash podcast to check out the absolute latest and once you are there drop a five-star rating and a review with your twitter handle or osmo username included you could win a free week of osmo plus why wouldn't you want that we will be giving away a free osmo plus pass every single week to the person who submits our favorite review so best of luck to you obviously and uh You know, leave those reviews. We want to hear from you. And also hit that like button. Would you, folks? We're uh, closing in on 150. We got about 700 people watching. It's a nice, respectable number early on a Thursday. Can we get to 200 as we are a little more than midway through this show? So, what do you have? All
1: righty. So, this one is way uglier than the FanDuel version. Uh, It's Luca, point guard, Bruce Brown, Derek Jones Jr., Maxi, Andre Drummond, Jarrett Culver and Hernan Gomez I would probably go to the second one it's but that one sucks too uh, I don't you're, like that you're really getting su- yeah. no, no 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 not not so much it's a lot of ugly I don't like the Jarrett Culver piece
0: yeah I don't, I amongst don't other I, things I, I don't like half that lineup <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah the Vandal I, 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 version I, I, I actually legitimately like
0: tonight yeah the Vandal one sounded pretty good the DK one no no thanks Uh, I think I I think
1: what this is saying is that if you're locking in Luka and Jokic on DraftKings, you're going to have a hell of a time filling out the rest of the lineup.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, let's go to the next game. Uh, We've got a couple left to review still, and we're here with you for another 20 minutes or so. If you have any questions, get them on in for the uh, YouTube chat or Osmo Premium Slack channel as well with Josh. I'm Adam. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, OK, so we got San Antonio at L.A. That's the Lakers. Six and two, by the way. They've won their last four. Again, as we sit here right now, is LeBron going to play? Is he not going to play? We just don't know. Anthony Davis, you know, it seems like night tonight. Both these guys are kind of question marks from a rest perspective, not injury, but just rest. Third matchup this season already for these two teams, by the way. So you got a pretty good sample size in there as well if you want to look toward any historical patterns, if you're built that way. Uh, For the Lakers, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Alex Caruso, they're not playing. LaMarcus Aldridge is day-to-day for the Spurs, so we'll wait and see on him. Top plays, you've got LeBron, Davis, and then you go down a tier, DeMar DeRozan, DeJounte Murray. Who do you like?
1: Uh, Alex Caruso actually is available for this game. He is back now, finally. KCP, though, is out. Look, obviously, all of this can change if one of these two guys are out. If you're asking me who I prefer, I would rather have Anthony Davis on FanDuel. I think he's a better option at lesser ownership than LeBron. On DraftKings, I would rather have LeBron than Anthony Davis. I just think he's a better option. Either way, you should be looking at both of them. I prefer AD on FanDuel. I prefer LeBron on DraftKings. I prefer them both to most things. AD being ninety eight hundred on DraftKings is kind of crazy, but I I, I still think that like the LeBron ten k price tag is equally as wild. And Alex likes LeBron even more than I do.
0: When you say you like them both, would you if you know if you're trying? We were just talking about you know stars and scrubs kinds of lineups. Would you fade? joker and luca and put both these guys lebron and davis if they're both playing in a lineup
1: um let me look at the ownership because every for me everything comes down to ownership and the relativity against the rest Mm -hmm. of the public so if that moves my answers will change dramatically if i'm just looking at the top end I think that Luca is the most overowned of the expensive guys on DK. So he would be the first guy that would take a haircut for me. A D would probably be the first guy to take a little bit of a bump. I think he's he is the least owned, and I see them all as relatively comparable. On the FanDuel side, AD to me is wildly underowned. That would be a spot that I am just aggressively trying to get to. Barring him being in, uh, I think Kyrie is the most overowned at 10k. Uh, I have paid for that one over the past couple of games, but I'm willing to pay for it again.
0: So we got a super chat here from the sports vent. Josh, do you have a rule on ownership per dollar in GPP?
1: I do not, but I also don't know what you mean. But I know that I don't have it either. So there's that.
0: <laughs> Feel free, uh, sports vent here to further clarify your, your question you don't need to pay for it either you can just throw it on into the youtube uh, although we appreciate obviously the super chat from fresno who is shouting out the dk sim fam you love to see it obviously if uh, uh, folks over at uh, DraftKings on the youtube channel like to watch those madden sims best center on dk who do you like it's got to be
1: andre drummond because of his price today
0: yeah 8400 is it. just silly it's this. You're probably going to just echo the same thing again, but Mike saying why is Drummond such a lock? He's averaging 26 minutes over his last four games.
1: Because that's not really how he's averaging. Like you can't just average minutes. You have to know why those things are happening. um and if you're projecting a an actual game for Cleveland today, you have to be projecting Andre Drummond north of 30 minutes. Do you have uh, Alex's projection in front of you? I could probably get there. I just didn't know if you yeah, had it. I just wanted to see where Alex had. It. Yeah. Where does, where does Alex have Drummond from a minutes perspective?
0: Yeah, uh, from a minutes perspective, I don't have that. I point. Uh, I'm going to get there. Okay. So it won't matter.
1: He's got him at 30, which I think is perfectly reasonable and exactly where it should be. That's the floor of his minutes projection. Um, You have to plan this out as if people are going to get their full rotations. If you guys, if guys lose rotations because of blowouts or foul trouble um, you can't just assume that that's going to happen moving forward. Uh, That's why I don't, I don't like to look at rolling averages of minutes. You have to work through each game rotation to find out what is the coach's intention for playing them in a perfect world. That's the way that you should be starting. That's the way that uh, most projection systems are going to start. And that's why you see, Uh, Alex have Andre Drummond at 30 minutes and 30 minutes at 80-whatever-hundred is a price tag. Yeah, Yeah, you you just, you can't turn your back on that on DraftKings.
0: Ryan says, uh, Horton Tucker, a GPP value with KCP out. What do you think? I don't
1: think so because Caruso is back now. Um, I have no idea how many minutes Alex Caruso is going to play. It could be zero because he's on like the wrong side of this. Um, I gave him 16. We'll see where that actually ends up. But even if Caruso, say, doesn't play or we find out that he isn't going to play, I think he's fine. 3,500 flat minimum on FanDuel, 3,500 on DraftKings. There are worse plays out there, but I'm just assuming that Caruso eats into there's just a little bit less to go around. You still have Wesley Matthews there that's picking up time. I think Horton's Taylor Horton Tucker's like the first guy to uh, take a little bit of a haircut here. Um, I don't think that he's particularly viable today unless we get additional news.
0: Steven said, and I know you would agree with this, you can build a better TK lineup with Luka and Drummond in replacing the Joker.
1: Yeah, uh, without question. Uh, I, can, I can't I can even imagine how much it changes. Like, I got Drummond. Drummond is such a good play that I got Drummond when I locked Jokic. So yeah. if I switch that and only lock Luka and Drummond, uh, it starts to open you up to significantly better players. Dame, Beasley, Torian Prince is a problem, but you could swap into a, quite a few different 3,500 guys. I'd rather just go to Bruce Brown, uh, Derek Jones Jr., Juancho, my boy Willie cauley Stein. I really like this Minnesota and Dallas setup today. A lot of blue on my screen.
0: Well, that'll be the next one we get into. And I agree with you on that. Sports clarifying says, How much ownership is too much for you to roster as a rule, or does that vary by player and money?
1: Yeah, it, everything is independent or everything is player dependent and ultimately your entire lineup dependent. Uh, there's no problem with. You know, having guys that you think should be owned more than they are. Uh, there's no level. Like I can think somebody that's 60% owned is under owned. I can think someone that is 5% owned is over owned. You can just because guys are at the extremes doesn't mean you can't get to them. And just because someone is heavily owned, you can have a guy that's 70% owned today in a GPP. That doesn't mean you can't use him in GPPs or that 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 it's an automatic fade. You just have to be aware of the ownership in the rest of your lineup. If you're putting together a very chalky lineup, if you're putting together, say, uh, the Osimo Optimal, or uh, if you're putting together a cash lineup that's going to be heavy in ownership, to get that into a more GPP-style lineup, you really only need to make one or two moves to bring down the ownership a little bit, and you'll have no problem being unique and not having to worry about duplication. It's a little different on a showdown slate where there's going to be duplication no matter what, but even on a slate like today, I have run a crunch on FanDuel and I can use FanDuel as a reference point for what I'm saying. If I just look at my GPP lineups, the top ranked lineup that I got just out of the game, I haven't touched anything else, is a one in 2.3 million lineup. That's if you just take the product of all the... If you take all of the products of uh, projected ownership, that's how frequently you would expect all of those guys to be in the same lineup. Now, there are some things that add a little bit of correlation, but it's a generally a, it's a pretty solid rule. Even if you just say that if I take one of the more chalky ones, I got one that's one in 800,000, there's 230,000 entries in the largest field GPP. Even if I cut that 800,000 in half, I'm still not all that likely to be duped with just that lineup. So one change can turn that into a lineup that no one else is going to have and you'll be fine. So you want to worry about it in the whole, and worry about each individual guy relative to some other guys in the same tier. It's a, it's a long-winded answer of saying that I don't really pay attention to it too much. <laughs>
0: We are rapidly approaching 200 likes folks smash that like button, About about 800 people here watching with us on YouTube. Appreciate you each and every one of you. We will shout you out by name. If we have to, let's get to 200 likes before we get out of here in the next 15, 20 minutes. And uh, we've got one more game left to cover as well. It's a good one here, but first I want to tell you about uh, odd shopper. Do not make a bet without shopping for the best odds first. Okay. Betting lines, they can change by the minute. They can vary, very greatly depending on which book that you are using and that's why it's important to use osmo odd shopper to find the best line available on the game that you are betting on and give you that edge that you need to beat the house head on over to OddshopperOsmo.com. Uh, it's awesome, oddshopper.osmo.com. We compile the best bets available for every single game, updated in real time too, folks. Sign up free today, track your bets, and receive alerts when lines move. And believe me, lines do move. You find out LeBron is not playing tonight, or Davis is not playing tonight, or heaven forbid, neither one is playing tonight. Yeah, odds move. So you want to be mindful, obviously, of what is going on. And as a Nightbot says, subscribe to this channel and hit the the like button yes please do we appreciate you and trust everybody with a wrench that is the thing you trust everybody with a wrench in the youtube (laughs) chat minnesota at portland three straight losses on the road for the timberwolves coming in carl anthony towns is out the wrist injury no zach collins or rodney hood on the other side top plays damian lillard cj mccullum d'angelo russell how do you feel about these three
1: Love Dame. Um, I I don't mind the heavy ownership at all. I'll be there. 9,200 on FanDuel, 9,300 on DraftKings. This guy's going to play 36 or more minutes. And uh, at some point in time, he's going to go crazy. And these threes are going to start dropping. Um, Robert Covington picking up a ton of ownership on FanDuel. I think that's warranted for the position at 5K. I mean, all of the ownership on the Portland side looks pretty well justified you know what you're getting there in their starters. Dame, CJ, uh, Derek Jones Jr. and Covington are all playing monster minutes. So on a five-gamer, I'm happy to pay for those minutes. Nurkic is a guy that scares me, but I'm still happy to get there. Mm-hmm. On the Minnesota side, I actually think that D'Angelo Russell, for once, is properly owned. He is 15% owned on FanDuel, 16 on DraftKings, and that's exactly where I have him. So normally... I'm really excited to fade him because I don't like him at all. And today is a day where I actually might have some shares, so I'm sure he'll be terrible.
0: (laughs) There really are. It's, you know, you highlighted this earlier, but just looking up and down at Alex's projections and, you know, value per thousand dollars and all of that. There are just a lot of great plays in this one if you want to trust them. Between Dame McCollum, you know, Russell, you can mix him in. Obviously, Nurkic, who you just mentioned, at five and a half. Uh, x you've got you want to pay down derek jones jr's a guy forty one hundred dollars on d k projected for north of twenty points you know kind of a mid tier uh, Malik beasley robert covington's a guy that you know I, I feel like I flirt with every single day i think about sometimes i roster him sometimes i don't How do you feel about some of these mid tier options?
1: I like this whole game. Uh, it's a really nice pace spot. Uh, big total 233 is the highest on the slate. You're just kind of hoping that Minnesota can keep it close enough. The only guy that is giving me a little bit of pause. Uh, we've got Anthony Edwards on Fanduel at 23% ownership, 4,100. I mean, I guess I get it from a price perspective, but I think that there's better value options in this game uh, than going to Edwards, at least as of right now, I'm a little intrigued by like, I I think that I would rather just go to Jarrett Culver, which is kind of weird, but Jarrett Culver on FanDuel is 5% ownership. Anthony Edwards is 23. I will happily just take the ownership discount in a large field GBP, try to go a little bit different there. Culver 4,300 on DraftKings as well. I think that works for a nice value option. I mean, ultimately it's all coming down to Juancho Hernan Gomez for me. He is not nearly as owned as I would have expected him to be. Uh, I appear to be significantly higher than Alex and uh, pretty much everybody on the planet right now. (laughs) Little recency
0: he buys for you? I don't think
1: so. So he played 26 minutes in his first start. He played 34 and a half in his second start. I think that it's... Am I missing it? No, nope, it wasn't overtime. For a second, I thought that I had an overtime in there and I needed to cut him by like four minutes and then it all would have made sense. It's not as if I'm projecting him outside his normal rate. So he's been a 0.8 fantasy point per minute guy for basically his entire career. That's exactly where I have him in this spot. This is simply just a playing time thing. And if he's going to be starting and it appears that at least 26 minutes is the floor, but could be more. I'm cool with getting more Wancho Hernan Gomez. I assume they want to play him. They traded for him last year. They brought him back in the off season. He was a restricted free agent. Like he didn't have to come back to Minnesota, but he did. I expect them to keep playing him. And if he's playing 28, 29, 30 or more minutes, He's a great value at 4,200. There's not that many options. This isn't a 10 game slate. This is five games, and this is potentially a starter at 4,200 on FanDuel and 4,400 on DraftKings. I can't pass up those prices. I can't pass up the ownership. He's 9% owned on DraftKings. That, That just doesn't make sense to me right now, especially coming off of a banger.
0: Why don't we, uh, obviously, anyone has any questions, get them in, be it uh, on the Osmo Premium Slack channel or obviously on YouTube. We're here with you for uh, about another, I don't know, 5, 10 minutes, whatever it is, we'll, you know, we won't uh, blabber on and on and just keep you hanging around. We've reviewed the five games. If anyone has joined us late, just to kind of recap a couple of things, if, if we're looking tier by tier, or you could even look at individual positions if you want, whatever you're more comfortable with. But, you know, upper tier guys, I guess I'm thinking like, you know, nine k and above. Who are the ones that are are the, for lack of a better term, auto plays for you? Is there anyone that you're absolutely feeling compelled to lock in?
1: On no, no compelling nature for me to lock anyone in. uh If I'm ranking my favorite plays on DraftKings north of nine k, Damian Lillard would be first. Joel Embiid would be second. uh LeBron James would be third, barring him playing. And I think that's probably good in terms of ranking all of those guys. They're all relatively similar, but I think that Lillard and Embiid are on an island. After that, you can kind of randomize Jokic, Doncic, LeBron, AD, and Kyrie, and I'd be happy with whatever came out of it. But Lillard and Embiid are my clear one, two, at least on DK. It's probably the same on FanDuel. So everything north of 10K on FanDuel Actually, that it ends up being Anthony Davis as my top play, and then Dame as well. But he's ninety two hundred, so I don't know. There's a lot more guys at nine k and above, including CJ McCollum, which is bonkers.
0: So next level down, other than obviously Andre Drummond, who uh, is probably your your top play on the slate tonight, barring like yeah. AD not playing and Kyle Kuzma night coming at you, you know, fast and furious. Who do you like best?
1: Um. So it's very clearly Drummond at the eighty four hundred dollar mark. Uh, next highest guys, it's, it's honestly probably Jamal Murray, given the ownership. Um, all these other guys in like the mid to high sevens and eights are all basically ten or more percent owned, and Jamal Murray's coming in at four. If, if that number holds, I think Murray looks similar to like C.J. McCollum's eighty five hundred. Jamal Murray is seventy six hundred. Um, one of those guys is worth or is owned at 17%. Jamal Murray's at four. I'm just getting to Jamal Murray in that scenario. I don't think that they're all that different in their likelihood of being in the optimal lineup.
0: We uh, going back to the top tier guys uh, from Fresno here in the chat. You wouldn't be familiar with this, but we like to play a little game here on uh, YouTube. Some of the other uh, you know things things that I do outside of Osmo and outside of this program. It's called Buy Stream Trash, Josh. And normally we do this with movies. But what we've come to learn is you can do this with uh, really any and all walks of life. The way this works, okay. at least when it comes to movies, is you know I I would I'm not going to do this now, but what I would do in this environment normally is I would pick three at random off the wall. You own one, you watch one once, hence the stream, and the other one just goes in the trash like it was never made before but again you can take this into any and all things that you want to think about and from fresno is taking it right back to top guys it says buy stream trash for you my friend those top guys of irving joker luca so one that you have to play one that you'd consider playing and the one that is an absolute fade for you i guess in this situation
1: <sighs> okay so if i'm it, it's important to note whether it's a cash game or a GPP. So I'm going to assume that sure. we're talking about just like best plays independently. Yeah. So I'm going yeah. to say that I would actually, Oh God, I cannot believe I'm going to say this. So I would, what's, what's the one where I own him Buy. I would buy Kyrie Irving. Okay. I would stream Nicole Jokic. Okay. And trash Luca.
0: Yikes yikes the disrespect yeah brendan says a better name for the game would be punt lock fade well sure if we're uh specifically talking about you know dfs but again it started as a movie game but it fits yeah we 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 get the idea for sure one pot uh, lock punt fade uh so uh fading luca of that group that doesn't make me feel good at all but um... (laughs) it's not gonna help you sleep at night but not
1: at all i don't ever want to fade luca I certainly Patrick don't ever want to buy uh, Kyrie Irving, so that's how you know it's a real response.
0: Patrick says uh, that you're his boy, and he paid. Yeah, that a super chat.
1: Yeah, I wish you would have kept that two dollars and stuck it somewhere uh, unfortunate for him, particularly a <laughs> dirty, two, two dirty bills that would cause problems. Congratulations oh, on never coming back here, Patrick.
0: Yeah, he, uh, let's see. Brandon says, you can easily play Jokic, Luka, and Kyrie. You think?
1: Jokic, Luka,
0: and Kyrie? I mean, are you going to have like three and a half K guys the rest of your lineup? What's the math check out on that? Uh,
1: You cannot easily play those three guys.
0: (laughs) You can easily do it if you don't care what the rest of your lineup looks like.
1: On DraftKings, the rest of the lineup ends up being Bruce Brown, Prince, Kleber, Willie Colley Stein, and Hernan Gomez. Uh, I assume that I'm that's 260 fantasy points. If I don't lock anybody, my optimal is 273.2. I, I don't need to give up 13.2 points off my optimal for that one.
0: Man. Okay. So let's see. Uh, so we were talking about obviously the next tier down. You talked about Drummond, some of those guys that you really like. How about, uh, as we have have a few minutes left, you sure. start to get into the guys that are, I don't know, sub 5K, sub 4K, you know, real value options. Because, obviously, if you're going to pay up, you know, if if like if Drummond is your most expensive play, you don't really have to worry about these guys for the most part. You can find your value in the sixes and sevens. But if you're going to pay up for a stud, you're going to need one of those guys or two of those guys that are in that real low range. Who do you like best? Yeah.
1: So, if we're just talking like general value sub five K, Hernan Gomez is at the top of my heap at least as of right now. I'm going to dig into it more to find out if there's a reason that I should shouldn't expect you know 28 or more minutes. Uh, I think Isaac Okoro, as long as he's playing today, should be a guy that I'm a little at least a little bit interested in. Dual eligibility on DraftKings small forward, power forward, only four K. The minutes should be there. I just don't know if they're doing anything with him coming off of the injury. Willie Cauley-Stein, if he is starting, should be a, a decent value option. Jarrett Culver, uh, Kuzma doesn't fit the cutoff. So, yeah, we're getting into, like, really weird stuff. Gary Trent, Ricky Rubio. These are just guys that are, like, to me, going a bit under own given their price tags. I mean, Derek Jones Jr. is a good value option, but he's already just picking up that ownership. Um, so it's one that most people are probably already on. Uh, So if we're looking just in terms of, like, guys that it doesn't really matter what their own just raw good plays, Derek Jones Jr., Culver, Wancho, Bruce Brown at 3,500, I think we pretty much hit on everybody that's, like, a mildly decent value play.
0: Brendan says, Josh, what do you think your ownership on AD on FanDuel will be today? I know it's early still, but just curious how it's looking right now.
1: Uh, it's going to be pretty big if I had to guess. Um, and it's obviously this is assuming that we, like, I have to move forward thinking that he is playing, uh, barring any changes to my Hernan Gomez projections, 80 will either be first or second at power forward and ownership. And I will absolutely be North of the field. If the field is 22%. Uh, the position just works out really well. I think a lot of these guys are going a bit over-owned and if it means like I have a little bit less robert covington or brandon clark or naz reed and it just means that i roster more shares of anthony davis at power forward yeah that one
0: works for me el negro loco says though josh don't plan on ad playing
1: yeah i i mean i don't want to plan on ad playing but i don't have a choice right now otherwise my lineups are going to be broken with uh infinite markeith morris
0: (laughs) What is your approach to that, I guess, when it because obviously you're talking about a later game and lineups locking at, you know, 730 Eastern time, that game coming at you two and a half hours later. If we don't have definitive word on LeBron versus AD and whether they're playing or whether they're not, do you just stay away from guys like that so you don't screw up the whole rest of your build? Or are you taking kind of a leap of faith based on reports that are out there at the time?
1: No, so today's a a really interesting day for it. I don't care all that much heading into lock. I'm happy to just make my lineups with and just worry about the news as it comes because there are three games at 10 o'clock. So 7.30 is going to come. We're going to be locked. The next game is going to lock at 8. And then we don't have anything for two hours. And then I have... 60% of the slate to do my late swap. So if this were a situation where this Lakers game was at 10 30, or it was just simply on an Island, Dallas and Minnesota were significantly earlier. I would try to plan a little bit more, uh, Try to make sure that I have at least, I would try to put my plan in place for what I need to do if LeBron is out, if AD is out, where my swaps would naturally be. But on a slate mm-hmm. like this, where it's there's two other games plus that game at 10 o'clock, I just assume Fantasy Cruncher Late Optimizer will carry out everything that I needed to do if I need to make any changes. There are enough options that you'll be fine.
0: With North of 800 watching and pushing for 200 likes, make sure you do it on your way out the door because we are just about done. Smash that like button, hit the subscribe button so you can keep up with all of awesome shows, DFS offers giveaways and so much more. Once you subscribe, you can hit that notification button to get alerts when all of our shows go live we do greatly appreciate it so at what time can we expect to see some of your videos starting to pop up on YouTube with you know a uh, I don't know a, a reiteration of what we've been talking about your top 10 plays today those videos
1: have been up for one hour and 15 minutes now they got posted at 9 45 oh, yeah oh they're out They were out even earlier than that. Honestly, uh, it took me a little bit. I had to take the dog to uh, doggy daycare today. Otherwise, they would have been out at 9 o'clock. But either way, they were out before the show started. Go check them out. There haven't been any changes yet. Top 10 plays on FanDuel, top 10 plays on DraftKings. And then I'm back live before lock tonight, 6.30. Myself, Greg, breaking it all down for an hour.
0: Yeah, here's the full slate for Osmo videos over the course of the rest of the day. At uh, 11 o'clock, which is moments from now, NFL Strategy Show, Lafayette and Matt. At 1 o'clock, you've got the PGA Live Before Lock, Jason, Ben, and Alex, 530 NBA Deeper Dive, Lafayette and Adam. And then, as Josh mentioned, he will return with uh, a guy that we like to call uh, Tinderlake. It's uh, Greg Ehrenberg, (laughs) NBA Live Before Lock at 6.30, taking you right up, obviously, for that hour until uh, the start of all this madness. And a whole lot can change between now and then. We know that. We know how all this works. But in the meantime, we're going to get ready to send it off to the other guys. Thanks so much for being with us here, obviously. Thanks to Jordan, getting it all done behind the scenes. Thanks to all of you for being along with us on YouTube and wherever you are following along. We appreciate it. And Josh, always a pleasure, buddy. You too, you too. Good show. It was fun. First one together, yeah, I think, for at least for the NBA. We didn't do any NFL stuff, right? No, which means uh you know, many more on the way. Hopefully we Can't continue wait. to like it just as much. <laughs> See you bye. Can't wait.
1: Later on, guys.